We are on Samachet Amarbet 68b, two lines from the bottom. Amar Mar. The Mara quotes part of the Brisa. Rabban Galil said, Take out what you want to take out. And bring in what you want to bring in. Before this abominable person, the Tzaduki, takes his belongings out to the Mavoy, the Yaser Lechem and will prohibit you. The Neimra, does this mean to say that if they would take their belongings out first, the observant Jews would take their belongings out first, and then the Tzaduki would take his belongings out, it would not prohibit them from carrying? That's none, but we learned in Mishnah. We will learn in Mishnah on Amr Beis. Mishnah Tan Rishutovot Si Bein Vishogeg Bein Vimezid Oser Tivri Rabbi Meir. If somebody was mavatal his rishos, he nullified his rights, and then he carried out to the Mavoy, or the Chatzar, whether he did so unintentionally or intentionally, he prohibits those who are inside from carrying. It's a kasha on Rabbi Meir, because Rabbi Meir was the one who quoted Rabbi Gamliel, and Rabbi Meir is the one who says that if the person who was Mavatal his Rishus would carry outside, whether unintentionally or intentionally, he prohibits the others from carrying. Amar Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, Ema ino oser, revise Rabbi Meir's words to say he does not Abaye Amar, Abaye says it's not necessary. Lo kasha, it's not a kasha. Kan shechaziku b'nei mavoi b'mavoi. The b'risa, where Rabbi Meir is quoting Rabbi Gamliel, is speaking about where the b'nei mavoi, the people of the mavoi, other than the tzeduki, already took hold of the mavoi. Kan, here, meaning the Mishnah on Amadez, where Rabbi Meir says that the bittel is nullified, that's where the, the person who is Mavatal takes his stuff out before the other people in the Mavoy took their stuff out. And we learn in Abraisa, this is a support for Abaye, that before someone gave his Rishos, if he took his belongings out, whether he did it unintentionally or intentionally, he could still nullify his Rishos. This is the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yudal Meir, Rabbi Yudal says, if he took his belongings out unintentionally, he can still nullify the Mezid. If he did it intentionally, he cannot be Mavatel. If somebody already gave his Rishos, he already nullified. And he took his belongings out, whether intentionally or unintentionally, he prohibits the others from carrying. These are the words of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yudal Meir, Rabbi Yudal says, that if he took his belongings out intentionally, he nullifies his bittel, but if he took them out unintentionally, he does not nullify his bittel. When is this speaking about and Rashi explains that these are the words of Rabbi Meir. When the people in the Mavoy did not yet take hold of the Mavoy. But if the people of the Mavoy already took their belongings out and took hold of the Mavoy, whether the person who was Mavato takes his belongings out, or he does not prohibit. So you see, like Abaye said, that there's a distinction, according to Rabbi Meir, whether the person who was Mavatel takes his stuff out 
before the other people take their stuff out to the Mavoi or after the other people take their stuff out to the Mavoi? Amar Mar, the Gemara quotes another part of the Brisa regarding Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Yudah Omer Bilshon Acheret. Rabbi Yudah says that Rabbi Gamliel said something else. Maharuva Sutzorchichem Mavoi, hurry up and do whatever you need in the Mavoi, Adshlo Tershach, before it gets dark. The Aser Lichem and the Tzaduki will prohibit you from carrying. Alma Nochriho. Apparently, Rabbi Yehuda holds that Rabbi Gamliel held that Tzaduki is like a guy. And once Shabbos starts, he prohibits them from carrying. Bittel doesn't help. But our Mishnah says that he told them, take your stuff out before he takes his stuff out, implying that what is important is whether he takes his stuff out or not, not whether Shabbos starts. Our answer is, read it as, take your stuff out before the day goes out before Shabbos. Or you could say, Lokasha, it's not a contradiction. One is talking about someone who is known to transgress Shabbos in private. And one is talking about somebody who is who transgresses Shabbos in public. One who transgresses Shabbos in private is not like a guy. One who transgresses Shabbos in public is like a guy. Gemara asks, Man Azla Haditanya Umar Vigilui Panim Hareze Inomuvatel Rishut, one who is an apostate and one who literally uncovers the face, who is chutzpidik, who is brazen, cannot be Vatarishus. Gilui Panim Umar Have is such a person not a Mumar, an apostate, one who transgresses mitzvos brazenly. Ela Mumar Bigilui Panim, Enoyacholavatarishut, rather means a Mumar openly. An apostate openly cannot be mavat or zeshus. It's like Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that someone who is mechal or shabbos in public cannot be mavat or zeshus. He's like a guy. Hahu dinafak the chumrata demedosha. Someone went out with a chumrata demedosha. Rashi says a chumrata is a ring, and Rashi says I'm not sure what a medosha is. Perhaps it is a bundle of spices on the ring. It's a two-part ring. There's the ring part, and there's the bundle of spices attached to it. When he saw Rabbi Yehuda Nesiyah, he covered it up. One is not supposed to ring, wear a ring like that on Shabbos, and he was embarrassed. Amar, Rabbi Yehuda said, Such a person could be mevatel his rishus, according to Rabbi Yehuda, because he's embarrassed to be caught being mechal Shabbos in public. Amar Rabbi Rabbi says, Ezeru Yisrael Mumar, who is a Jew who's an apostate? This is someone who transgresses Shabbos in public. Amalei Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman said, Kiman, who do you hold like? If you hold like Rabbi Meir, who holds that a person who's suspected of violating one mitzvah is suspected of violating the whole Torah. That's true of any mitzvah in the Torah. Why do you mention Shabbos? If you hold like Rabbanan, they hold someone who transgresses one mitzvah is not suspect of transgressing all mitzvahs unless he is a mumar for avodas kochavim unless he is known to do idolatry he's not considered an apostate so why do you say that somebody who transgresses Shabbos is an apostate Amar of Nachmar Yitzchak retain reshut uvatel reshut of Nachmar Yitzchak said that Rav Huna's statement was specifically referring to 
his ability to give Rishos and nullify Rishos on Shabbos as opposed to having to rent it like a goy. Ukidatanya, as we learned in Abraisa, Yisrael Mumar Mishemer Shabbatobashuk Mubatobashut. A Yisrael Mumar who keeps Shabbos in public can be Mubatobashuk. Sheino Mishemer Shabbatobashuk, if he does not keep Shabbos in public, he cannot nullify his Rishos, he has to rent it like a goy. Because the Chachamim said, Yisrael Mutarashut Mutarashut, a Jew can give his Rishos or or take Rishos. A Goy can only rent Rishos. Ketzad, how does a Jew give or take Rishos? You say, my Rishos is, is acquired to you, acquired by you, or it is nullified to you. Kana, if he said that, then the other Jew acquires. And it's not necessary to be zocha to do an action to receive the Kenyan. Usually when you make a Kenyan, there has to be somebody doing an action of receiving the Kenyan, but it's not necessary here to make any kind of Kenyan with a handkerchief or anything else like that. Rav Ashi Amar Haitanahu, the Chamir Alei Shavak Rav Ashi says that the Rafuna's statement that Yisrael Mumar is someone who is Mechal Shabbos in public is like this Tana who equates Shabbos to Avodah Zarah Kitatanya, as we learned in Abraisa regarding bringing a korban it says Mikem, from among you not all of you, not everyone can bring a korban this excludes a Mumar who is not allowed to bring a korban Mikem, from among you Bachem Chilakti Vlobumot I distinguish among you, I don't distinguish among Gentiles. Any Gentile can bring a korban, but not any Jew can bring a korban. Min from among the behemos, laviv ne'adam, the min comes to include people who are like animals. Mikana ru, from here they said, mekablin korbanot poshe Israel. we do accept korbanos from sinners, kideshech so that they will repent. We don't want to completely reject them. We want them to repent. So we accept their kubanos. Chutzmin mumar, except for a mumar, and someone who pours wine to a vodazara, and someone who is mechalol Shabbos in public. Kamara says, Hagufakasha, this price is contradictory. Amrat mikem v'lokuchem, it says, from among you and not all of you, this comes to exclude a mumar. Then it says, we accept Kurbanos from the sinners of Israel. Aren't Mumarim sinners of Israel? Hello, Kasha, not a Kasha. Reisha, the Mumar Torah The Reisha is talking about someone who is known to transgress the whole Torah. Mitziata, the middle, the Mumar Lazarachad, is talking about somebody who is known to transgress one mitzvah. He's called a Poshe Yisrael. Ema Seifa, what about the Seifa? Chutzmin Mumar Ramasechiyayin, except for a Mumar and someone who pours wine to Abu Dazara. What is this Mumar like? It's someone who's a Mumar for the whole Torah. That's covered by the Resha. It's for one mitzvah. That contradicts the middle of the Brisa. Rather, it's saying the following. Except for someone who is a Mumar to pour wine for Abu Nazara, or to transgress Shabbos in public. You see that Avodah Zarah and Shabbos are equal.
And Ravuna, who said that a Sirel Mumar, a someone who transgresses Shabbos in public, is holding like that prices. Mishnah. The people of the Chatzar, one of them forgot and did not participate in the Eruv. No one may carry in and out of his house, not he and not everyone else. But he may carry, he and they may carry in and out of their houses. Now, new law Rishutan, if they nullified their Rishus to him, whom Mutar he's permitted and they are prohibited. Hayushnaim, if there were two people who forgot to participate in the Eruv, and everyone else in the Chatzar was Mavatel, their Rishos to them, well, streams out that they still prohibit each other. One person can give Rishos or receive Rishos. Shnayim, if there are two, Nonim Rishut, they can give, but in Nonim Rishut, they cannot receive Rishos. Me'ematai Nonim Rishut, when must the Rishos be given? Bicham says before Shabbos. Bicham says from dark. If somebody gave Rishos and then he carried, whether he carried unintentionally or intentionally, he prohibits the people, he nullifies his Rishos. We quoted this before in Amun Aleph. These are the words of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi says, If he carried intentionally, he prohibits, and if not, he does not prohibit. Gemara. Mishnah said that if one of the people in the Chatzar forgot to participate in the Eruv, no one may carry in and out of his house. That implies no one may carry in and out of his house. But in the Chatzar, they may carry. What's the case? If he nullified his house, why is prohibited to carry in and out of his house? He gave them permission. If he did not nullify his chatzar or my sharia, why is it permitted to carry in the chatzar? Somewhere he nullified his rishos in the chatzar and did not nullify his rishos in his house. If somebody nullifies his rishos in his chatzar, he does not automatically nullify his rishos in his house. Because a person could live in a house without a chatzar. Their houses are permitted to him and to them. When he's mevatel his rishus in the chatzar, he can carry in and out of their houses. My timer, why? He becomes their guest. And a guest can carry in and out of his host's house. The Mishnah says, If they gave their rishus to the one person who did not participate in the Eru, he is permitted to carry, and they are prohibited. Why are they not like guests to him? Where answer is One can be a guest to five. Five cannot be a guest to one. Can we learn from here that you can be Muvatel and then be Muvatel back in the other direction? The Gemara is reading the Mishnah as one case. <clears throat> that one person forgot to make an Eruv, and he's Mavatel to the people of the Chatzar. They are permitted to carry, and he's not permitted to carry. And if they are Mavatel to him, and he's permitted to carry, and they're not, reading that as one case, that first he was Mavatel to them, and then they were Mavatel back to him. And where it says, no, Hachi Kamar, that Nulo Rishutan Kara, if they had given him their Rishus at first, 
then he is permitted and they are prohibited. In other words, they are separate cases. There are two people who did not participate in the Eruv, and everyone else nullified their Rishus to the two. They still prohibit each other. That's obvious. It's talking about where one of those two then was Mavatal to the other one. Ruvain and Shimon did not participate in the Eruv. Everyone in the Chatzar was Mavatal to Ruvain and to Shimon, and then Shimon was Mavatal to Ruvain. the Tamil history, I might think it should be permitted. therefore, it's telling me, that since at the time that Shimon was Mavatal to Ruvain, Shimon didn't have permission to carry because Ruvain prohibited him from carrying. So what Shimon received from the other people of the Chatzar was worthless. He has nothing to give Ruvain, and therefore it doesn't work. Shechad notain reshut, one can give reshut hatu lamali. What is this for? Inotain tanina, inotel tanina. If it's coming to tell me that one person can give reshut, we already learned that. And if it's coming to tell me that one person can receive reshut, we already learned that. Mar says seifa itrechalei. It's necessary for the seifa. Shnayim notain reshut that two can give reshut hanami pshita. That's also obvious. Mar says malu detema. I might think that two cannot give Rishos because maybe we will come to think that two can receive Rishos. Therefore, it tells me that two can give Rishos.